WSJM News Now. This is the 5 o'clock News Block on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM. Brought to you by Special Light in Decatur and Benton Harbor. There's a good chance you've walked through a Special Light door when you go to a local restaurant, school store, or plant. In the newsroom, I'm Andrew Green. A group trying to make abortion legal in Michigan has turned in petition signatures in hopes of getting the issue before voters in November. Lynn Song, who's co-chair of the Reproductive Freedom for All Ballot Committee, says they turned in eight more than 800,000 signatures, which is nearly double the amount needed. I was really heartened to see generations come together and collect signatures, drive out to collect additional signatures uh, in neighboring counties. It's, I think it's really reflective of, I think, the hope and the, and, and the potential in our, in our community and in our state to preserve what, what we preserve the rights that we expect to keep for, for future generations. Song says this is the first citizen-initiated initiated constitutional amendment ballot measure that would enshrine abortion access. Opponents, including Right to Life of Michigan, say they've set up a coalition to work to oppose the amendment. They say if it's approved, almost every profile law on the books in Michigan will be gone and the abortion industry will be totally immune from oversight. While the nation's economy continues to flatten, many West Michigan manufacturers are finding business robust amid high demand for auto parts. That's according to Brian Long, the director of supply management research at Grand Valley State University's Seedman College of Business. There is still a huge amount of backlog in the auto industry right now. People are waiting for cars to come in that they've literally ordered a month to a year earlier, and that keeps our local auto parts suppliers going. Long says they're not doing as well as they'd like to because the schedules have been cut back and there are supply chain issues. He does say the supply bottlenecks are becoming less severe and there's a fear the recession that everybody's been talking about is coming. A campaign supporting a ballot proposal that seeks to protect the right to vote in Michigan's Constitution has turned in more than 600,000 signatures to the Secretary of State's office. Promote the Vote 2022 would enshrine voting rights in the state constitution by declaring the fundamental right to vote without harassment. Campaign Director Michael Davis spoke today. A sincere thank you to all of our supporters, partners, and volunteers that are here today that really pounded the pavement, stood in the in the sun and the rain, talking to voters at farmers markets and, and houses of worship from Monroe to Marquette, from Grand Rapids to Gaylord, from Bay City to Benton Harbor, and from Detroit to Dwajak. Davis said the campaign was bipartisan and that it seeks to protect voting rights and election integrity. Promote the vote would require military or overseas ballots to be counted if returned by Election Day, allow voters to identify themselves with a photo ID or signed statement, and require each voter to have one opportunity to get an absentee ballot with state-paid postage. It would also allow nine days of early voting, require that only elections officials do post-election audits, and require elections boards to certify elections based only on the official record of votes cast. Whirlpool will hold its next appliance sale to benefit the United Way of Southwest Michigan this month. United Way's Jennifer Tomshack tells us the company will sell deeply discounted appliances with more than 300 available. Shoppers will be able to find Maytag, KitchenAid, and Whirlpool brand ovens, ranges, refrigerators, dishwashers, and washers and dryers at significant savings. All the appliances are new and come with a one-year warranty. The appliance sale is a very significant fundraiser for the Whirlpool Employee United Way campaign, and they're one of our primary funders. Tomchak says in addition to the 300 large appliances for sale, there will be Gladiator and KitchenAid brand small appliances. The sale will be July 23rd and 24th at the Whirlpool 
Global Consumer Design Building at 1800 Pawpaw Avenue in Benton Harbor. On the 23rd, the sales hours will be 8 to 4, 8 a.m. to 4 p.m., and on the 24th, they'll be 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. All proceeds from the sale will go to the United Way of Southwest Michigan. For an additional $100 donation per appliance, home deliveries will be available within a 15-mile radius. The Berrien County Health Department Substance Use Disorder Prevention Team is seeking to educate residents about the dangers of underage marijuana use. It's also seeking to discourage people under the age of 21 from using the substance. Health Department Prevention Specialist Team Leader Lisa Peoples-Hurst says since voters legalized recreational marijuana use in Michigan, access to the products increased in underage youth. We have some brain science that tells us the effects of THC on a developing adolescent brain. And so it's so important for us to try to get that message to raise the public awareness and also parents' awareness of the use of marijuana. Hurst says some of the effects of underage use include difficulties with problem-solving, problems with memory, reduced coordination and problems with school and social life. The county's offering resources for parents about how to talk to underage kids about marijuana. For more information, go to berriancounty.org and search for Get the Dirt on Weed. Michigan currently has about $7 billion in federal funds left over after Congress approved aid packages related to COVID and infrastructure in the last couple of years. So how should all that money be spent? We asked the five candidates for the Michigan House in the 38th District during a forum with them last week. Democrat Joey Andrews had a proposal for using the surplus. Getting rid of the pension tax is one of the easiest tax cuts that we could give to residents in Michigan right now. People with pensions already paid taxes when they put the money into their pension funds. Democrat Annie Brown said education's always her top priority, and she'd also like to support economic development with support for transportation for job training and child care. Republican George Lucas said people need help right now, and that's how the money should be used. I'd like to take the overage in the budget, and I'd like to put in a tax cut for working people. And that will give them the relief directly to give them some relief from the inflation. Republican Troy Rowling said the money should be given back to the people so they can decide how to spend it themselves. Republican Kevin Whiteford, a CPA, said his advice for people when they get a sudden windfall is to support long-term projects and paying down debt. The five candidates are running for state house in the 38th district in the August 2nd primary. And you're now able to support the Ronald McDonald House in South Bend, Indianapolis, and Fort Wayne with the purchase of a hat at a local McDonald's restaurant. McDonald's of Greater Indiana and Southwest Michigan's launched its hats off to the houses that gives everyone a chance to buy a white bucket hat with a red yellow stripe and a tag that proudly shows support for the Ronald McDonald House. The Ronald McDonald House is a program that gives families a place to stay when they take ailing little ones to medical appointments at hospitals outside their area. The $10 hats to support the charity went on sale today. McDonald says the average number of nights a family stays at the Ronald McDonald House is 18 to 25. WSJM News Now continues with your Bloomberg Report. WSJM News now continues. President Biden today at the White House marked the passage a couple weeks ago of the bipartisan gun reform package. Biden celebrated the new law until he was heckled. More from ABC's Alex Prichet in Washington. President Biden interrupted at the White House as his administration celebrated the passage of bipartisan gun reform. Because make no mistake, sit down, you'll hear what I have to say. If you think. Let him talk. Let him talk. No one. 
Okay. Manuel Oliver, the father of a victim from the Parkland shooting, heckled the president, saying the gun reform package didn't go far enough. Alex Prechet, ABC News, Washington. A federal judge has declined to delay the upcoming trial of Steve Bannon, an advisor to former President Donald Trump, who faces contempt of Congress charges after refusing for months to cooperate with the House committee investigating the January 6th riots. Bannon is still scheduled to go on trial next week. That's despite him telling the House committee late Saturday he's now prepared to testify. It's not clear whether Bannon will again refuse to appear before the committee with the trial pending. U.S. District Judge Carl Nichols also ruled against several requests by Bannon's attorneys to seek the testimony of House Speaker Nancy Pelosi or the committee chair, Congressman Bernie Thompson of Mississippi. Meanwhile, the former strategist attorney claims his client's hands were tied when he was subpoenaed to testify before the committee. That comes as prosecutors called Bannon's new willingness to testify a stunt. And a federal judge refused to delay the trial. More from ABC's M. Wynn in Washington. Former White House strategist Steve Bannon's attorney said his client's hands were tied under claims of executive privilege when subpoenaed by the January 6th House Select Committee. In response to prosecutors accusing Bannon of trying to appear more sympathetic for his criminal contempt trial, his attorney said Bannon's decision to testify now is not a last-hour move. Bannon's defense also said because former President Trump only recently waived claims of executive privilege, that Bannon's trial should be delayed. But prosecutors also announced that Trump's current attorney had recently confirmed Trump never invoked executive privilege to stop Bannon from testifying. Emwin, ABC News, Washington. Russian President Vladimir Putin has expanded a fast-track procedure to give Russian citizenship to all Ukrainians. It's another effort to expand Moscow's influence over war-torn Ukraine. More than 720,000 residents of the rebel-held areas have received Russian passports since 2019. Ukraine's foreign ministry called the move an attempt to tie a noose around its citizens' necks. On the battlefront, Russian missiles pounded Ukraine's second-largest city of Kharkiv today in what the governor described as absolute terrorism. The Russian missile strikes hit a school, a residential building, and a warehouse, killing six people and injuring dozens. The death toll from a weekend of Russian attacks rose today to 30 people. There's growing concern among health officials about the newest COVID variant. More from ABC's Derek Dennis. Another day, it seems another coronavirus variant. The latest BA5 said to be highly contagious and causing spikes in cases nationwide. You're seeing this virus evolve quicker and quicker, and we'll probably see another variant in the fall. Dr. John Brownstein, an epidemiologist and professor at Harvard Medical School, tells ABC News the newest variant shows signs of overcoming a person's immunity, meaning so-called herd immunity may no longer work. Even if you had a previous infection with Omicron or Alpha or Delta, you could be infected with this new variant. He says it's like contracting an entirely new disease. Derek Dennis, ABC News. The White House is unveiling the first image from NASA's new space telescope, and it's the deepest view of the cosmos ever captured. President Joe Biden is taking part in the release today. The first image from the James Webb Space Telescope is going to show the farthest humanity has ever seen, closer to the dawn of the universe. NASA's Big Space Telescope launched last December, and after months of shakeout, its first five images are about to be revealed. Images that will come out tomorrow include a planet from outside of our solar system. Residents of Highland Park in Illinois are remembering the trauma of the deadly 4th of July parade shooting near Chicago. More from 
ABC. It's been a week since the mass shooting at the Highland Park, Illinois, 4th of July parade. Seven people killed, nearly three dozen injured, when police say a 21-year-old opened fire with an assault rifle from a rooftop. You suddenly realize what you saw. Joe Shraji is Highland Park's fire chief and was there that day to ride in the city's parade. The shooting, he says, shook some of his most veteran first responders. When it's a routine call, typically you can process those. You know, you're prepared for that. He says there's no preparation for a shooting on such a grand scale. Derek Dennis, ABC News. Shares of Twitter were down today, more than 9% in the first day of trading after billionaire Elon Musk said he was abandoning his $44 billion bid for the company. The social media platform vowed to challenge Musk in court. Musk alleged on Friday that Twitter's failed to provide enough information about the number of fake accounts it has. Twitter has said for years in filings it believes about 5% of the accounts in the platform are fake. Twitter shares fell below $34 in early trading, far below the $54.20 that Musk agreed to pay, suggesting few investors believe the deal will go through. And as the abortion battle is underway, a Northern California doctor has a plan to bring abortion services to women in some states that ban them. More from ABC's Alex Stone in California. Dr. Meg Autry is an OBGYN in San Francisco. Her plan is to set up an abortion clinic on a boat in the Gulf of Mexico, telling ABC's KGO-TV. It's basically a reproductive floating health clinic. She says the clinic would be floating off of the southern states that now ban abortions. If the research is done, they're raising money and hope to be up and running within a year. We also have maritime lawyers, defense lawyers. They anticipate the project to cost about 20 million bucks to get the clinic afloat. Alex Stone, EBC News. WSJM News Now continues with your weather forecast.